This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Welcome to the Hindu's In Focus podcast. I'm Zubeda Hamid, your host for today. What does excessive screen time do to your brain? This has been a question that has triggered a lot of research, a lot of debate, and a lot of questions. A recent meta-analysis of 34 studies looked at excessive screen use and its links to your cognitive functioning. The results of the analysis, conducted by researchers in Australia, says that there is a clear link between disordered screen behavior, which is persisting with screen use even when it's harmful for you, and your cognitive performance. specifically your attention and executive functioning they found that sustained attention the ability to maintain your focus for an extended period was affected and this is something maybe many of us may have felt as devices have increasingly taken over our lives whether it's for work learning or recreation in india smartphone use and internet subscribers grew during the covid-19 pandemic particularly as schools went online with digital learning So what does all of this device time do to our brains, our functioning, our interaction with others and our productivity? How does addictive device use affect your mental health and how much of a problem is this in India? And crucially, how much screen time is healthy for you? Dr. Manoj Kumar Sharma, professor at the Department of Clinical Psychology at Nimhans and head of the Service for Healthy Use of Technology Clinic, joins us today to discuss these questions. Welcome to the Hindus in Focus podcast Dr Manoj. Uh, well thank you. Dr Manoj technology is all around us today and children now have never known of a time without devices. Explain to us when screen time use is classified as excessive or addictive. This is a very relevant questions i think most of the families are interested to know when are we going to label it as like addiction or when it's going to be normal use. if i would define in terms of simple term we can use 5c criteria which we use in our uh, clinic care also 5c stand for in the first for first c stand for craving like do you have continuous desire to use technology answer can be in yes or no but if you have answer yes that's a first sign toward addiction second is loss of control whenever you initiate or pick up your device for any online activities do you have a control if you feel like whenever you are with the device or with any online activities you don't know uh, when to stop and it goes for hours together that represent loss of control if that is there that's a second year toward addiction third is coping are you using technology or online activities as a modality to feel good because sometimes happens all of us experience sadness sometimes anxiety sometimes stress or sometimes it could be a boredom and loneliness also so are we using technology uh, repeatedly to manage these mood states or psychological states if that is happening that will become a habitual pattern for you and if that is there that's a third year toward addiction fourth c stand for compulsion Uh, have you become a compulsion represent like have you become a habitual user which is quite possible because of accessibility of the devices with you mobile phone all of us carry so anything which you carry with you as in when situation comes you will start using it so that's represent habitual use and that's a fourth year toward addiction 
and the fifth is consequences because of technology use are you experiencing physical issues it could be physical issues can be in terms of dryness of eyes eyes fatigue body pain sometime pain in your tennis elbow region or maybe wrist region which we say carpal tunnel syndrome or second uh, consequence can be in terms of psychological because of excessive use of technology you are feeling guilt you are feeling low again that you are you have lost your productive time and you are not doing anything efficacious or effective in your day to day routine or if which further creates low mood states in you third is social life are you losing out your contacts or have you become more withdrawn from the social environment because of preference to spend time with technology fourth is family are you losing out family communication family quality time because of technology use or it could be decline in your academics or occupational function but you know that all these consequences are happening because of technology use but still you rationalize to continue your use of technology so these represent 5c so out of 5c if you have four or all five years in your lifestyle then we would say it's a addiction but if you have less than 3c in your lifestyle then we would say it's a still not in the addictive zone and it's more problematic or mild use of technology that was very enlightening doctor thank you i feel like most of us can identify at least one or two in that category definitely definitely Doctor, some research from many parts of the world has indicated a link between excessive or addictive screen use and a decrease in our thinking, in our attention span, in our executive abilities, basically in our cognitive skills. Talk to us a little bit about this. Most of the people want to know about this impact. So, first thing I want to say in terms of relative indicator, there is a phenomena called cyber loafing. Cyber loafing represents like you start your uh online task with a focus task like you wanted to finish your academic professional task but while executing this task you also engage yourself in other multiple online tasks so what happens you started with your particular focus task then you move to youtube then you move to social media and then you move to other ta- other dom- uh, activities also so that represent a cyber loafing that you are not focusing your focus task and you are doing other tasks also or multiple tasking also multiple tasking is a brain asset but when you are doing lot of st- too many stimulating tasks then it doesn't complement each other and it brings uh, decline in your cognitive functions or decline in your productivity so that's the first thing we have to remember that sometimes there may not be causal relationship but there may be because you are not concentrating on your focus task which we says cyber loafing second thing which comes up we have seen one one of our study that when people use have a mild use of technology they have a better cognitive functions so again it means if you have a controlled use of technology it will improve your brain functions also people's uh, studies represent like if you have 1 to 2 hours gaming or if you have 1 to 2 hours any other recreational activity it has a promotive impact but if you are with the screen for 10 to 12 hours then it has a detrimental impact on your cognitive functions third thing which comes up like when you are doing any focus task and if you distract yourself for xyz task brain takes almost 3 to 5 minutes to reach back to the same concentration level 
So it means whenever you're distracting yourself for any other X, Y, Z online task, your, uh, you lose your concentration and the brain almost takes three to five minutes to reach back to the same concentration levels. And if you're doing it repeatedly, definitely it will have an impact on your focus attention. It will have an impact on your memory and as well as output also. Fourth thing which we are seeing because of screen use, what is happening? We are losing out our uh, habit of memorizing things. Because earlier, because if I am saying memorizing, memory has three stages. One we call sensory stage, second is short term and the third is long term memory. Sensory stage represents like all information in your environment is sensory. You get stimulated by it, whichever is relevant, you pay attention, other you just delete from your consciousness. Second, but out of in the sensory environment, wherever you give attention, it becomes part of your short term memory. And from short-term memory, whichever information you rehearse, it becomes your long-term memory. But because of devices, what is happening? When anything comes exciting in your environment, rather than giving attention, we start feeding in our mobile phone in one of the other folders. So what happened? We are not giving attention. And second, since we are not giving attention, the rehearsal is out of question. So that way, again, it will take away. It has definitely impact on your memory retention also. So these are some trends of finding which we are seeing between screen use and cognitive functions. That sounds a little scary in terms of memory and attention span both decreasing, Doctor. Tell us a little bit about um, is addictive screen behavior like similar to other forms of addictive behavior? Does it follow the same patterns? Uh, I would say more or less because all these things comes under uh, the domain of addictive behaviors. Addictive behaviors include substance use to behavioral addiction. So the development and the manifestations more or less remain same, but uh, there are maybe finer distinctions comes up. Like if you say alcohol withdrawal is different from the withdrawals when person doesn't have screen with them. So that is the difference comes up. Otherwise, all addictions have preoccupation all addiction have that this has become like a prioritized activity in their day-to-day schedule. Third, all addiction have loss of control and all addiction have uh, used despite knowledge of consequences. But when it comes to screen addiction, people have more psychological withdrawals rather than physical withdrawal. Physical withdrawals manifest only in forms of physical distress like eye tiredness or physical fatigue. But most of the withdrawals are in terms of psychology, like where people feel irritable, anger outbursts, sadness, withdrawnness, and other things comes up. So that is the only difference comes. Otherwise, more or less, all the addictive behaviors carries similar sort of manifestation and development. But here I also want to emphasize there is another term which we call digital failures. Like how do you feel when the internet connectivity goes down? I think most of us, the response will be that all of us are not comfortable whenever we are doing any task and suddenly there is an internet connectivity goes down. Now, how do you handle this low internet connectivity or variation in internet connectivity? That represents healthy use. If you are handling it in a healthy manner, that doesn't matter. I can take rest or I can do certain other things. But if you feel disturbed and if you start reacting to these things in a more impulsive way, that represents the more impulsive spectrum of this uh, addiction. 
That was very interesting, doctor. Talk to us a little bit specifically about children and teenagers in India. We all know that during the COVID-19 pandemic, we had hybrid learning, online learning, and you know, schools all went online and children had to begin to use devices to study. What have you seen post-pandemic uh, at your clinic? Have you seen an increase in, in uh, excessive screen time? Uh, once this COVID restrictions has come up, I think what we have seen that most of the children got access to the devices, whether mobile phone or laptop. And because of this accessibility to devices, they start using technology for academic purpose also, but also it also allow them to use technology for leisure time also. So what we have seen due to COVID, one is their screen use has increased. Second is their preference for digital leisure activities. Now they are not going for offline leisure activities. Children say there is no fun of going out or I don't want to participate in any tournaments or any physical activities. I will prefer to spend time with technology. So during COVID time and for post-COVID time, we have seen a phenomenon, uh, very significant increase in treatment seeking also with our clinic. Before COVID time, we used to see six to seven cases per week. But during COVID and post-COVID, we started seeing almost 15 to 18 cases per week. So that is a very significant increase has come in terms of treatment consultation. Second thing, because the whole family was at home, so parents become very much vigilant about the use of technology. And they, and they also notice the uh, preference of the child to sp- uh, be with technology. And they also notice the child is losing out his, bio- his or her biological functions, his or her interest in family-based activities, his or her interest in social activities. And they recognize this uh, red science either through media informations or through literature search and then they identify where they can seek help. So I think the parent awareness became very significant point in enhanced treatment seeking behavior among adolescents. But Adolescent post-COVID time also, I think there are proportion of students who felt good after the reopening of a school because it allowed them to connect to their friends. It allowed them to uh, engage in other offline activities. But there is a good chunk of people which we are seeing in our cleaning. They still prefer to remain uh, to have academics online because they don't enjoy going on a scheduled time to school. They don't enjoy participation in uh, any offline activities in school setting. And they, once they come back from school, they like to spend their maximum time with technology. Or sometimes the parents complain that if their their child uh, always inform them that he or she is doing academic work on mobile phone or devices, but whenever they notice, he or she is no longer doing any academic work. They are more engaged in other offline recreational activities. And their grades are also coming down. Even though they are uh, reporting that they are doing online work X number of hours. So parents have found that post-COVID also the issue of though the school have reopened again, but the school, uh, the preference for technology remain high among their children and they still want suggestions they still want more rehabilitation facilities which can help them their children to regulate their technology use because that's i think most of the parents are part of that even though school has a routine 
they also are getting slowly into their routine in the professional world but still child has not changed child is still child is still has a preference to spend x number of hours he still want his or her privacy he still wants to spend time with technology till late in night and which affect his next day uh, uh, schedule for school as well as other activities also and another thing which i would want to highlight is another thing which we are seeing that most of the families are nuclear families working parents and more so what happened like child always feel that he has lot of loneliness and boredom at home and there are not many much opportunity for physical activities and much opportunity to interact with other uh, children of his or her age group so what happens he left with lot of free time in which allow him or her to spend time with technology so that's a uh, gray area which we have to address if we want to reduce the technology use among children so children is on one side doctor this is what has been happening as you said as one of the results of the pandemic period but how is the scenario when it comes to adults so we a lot of adults also have to use screens as part of our work correct how is this affecting adults and also older citizens how does it also impair our memory our attention spans from say when we were children our attention spans were better but now they are not as good is that what the findings are suggesting still i think i would say for attention and cognitive functions still long uh, large sample size studies are required of but there is some trend that it has a impact but we would not say but still we would say uh, have the implication with caution only because these are all small sample size studies so still we require large sample size control trial to assess the impact of excessive use of screen on cognitive function that's a first caution second thing what i think now we are working one of our phd scholar is also working on developing screen guidelines for working adults because we felt that there are some guidelines are available for children but there are no guidelines for working adults but as a part of this research work when we did the pilot trial of our uh, survey we found that almost even adults it's almost the use range from 8 to 10 hours per day which include sometimes a combination of professional screen based activities plus recreational activities or in some of the cases sometimes they say that's predominantly recreational activities only so it means it's a concern among young adults working adults also as well as we are also finding a trend among geriatric population also because again their children are busy in their professional activities or they are not with them because of professional reason so again these elderly groups have lot of free time they have a lot of opportunities to spend time with the screen to feel good as well as to restructure their day to day activities this free time can goes in terms of youtube videos for religious activities sometimes they can be on social media platform or they may also be watching many other show series and other things so it means it's not the problem of children adults and geriatric populations also requires awareness psychoeducation for have healthy use of technology 
Doctor, tell us a little bit more when you were talking about how you know your attention uh, flits from one thing to another, especially when you're online. You're doing one task, but then you're opening three, four other things to look at. Correct. So, does this have like you were talking about how this uh, your brain takes three to five minutes to again refocus on a task, right? Because a lot of us also have found over the years, because we are so attached to our devices, that the ability perhaps to sit down and read maybe a serious full book. at one go has become more difficult than maybe it used to be in the past is that something also yes. that you're saying uh i would say because now the preference for activities has changed some people prefer that rather than reading textbooks it's better to do on kindle and other online based devices and all so sometimes maybe your preference but second thing which is makes a difference is execution on time like sometime execution on time doesn't happen because we are getting distracted by xyz activities which takes away our focus attention from a particular activities so that's why i think we always advise like if you are doing focus task please finish that focus task if you can keep away your mobile phone for a certain period of time if it is not professionally compulsion so if that happens i think it will definitely has impact on enhanced productivity and that's why i think there is a term which we always use like you should bring some digital fasting in your lifestyle digital fasting can be for professional purpose if you want to finish your professional tasks and if there is no need to remain active on online platform allow yourself to have a fasting from online activities and finish your tasks in one go or in two or three sitting whatever is comfortable for you and same thing happen for families also if they can plan digital fasting in their family schedule it will allow them to have quality time with each other it will also allow them to have more communication which we are seeing not happening so constructively and it will also allow them to have more non judgmental attitude because with communication only you will have a better understanding and with better understanding you will have non judgmental attitude about each other rather than passing judgmental comments which triggers anxiety in other person and which may again become a reason for excessive use in the other person also you spoke to us a little bit doctor about the need for better uh, and bigger studies correct what is the scenario in india right now do we do we urgently need uh, such large scale studies in order to assess the impact on our children and on uh, adults definitely i think we require like uh, maybe pan india kind of work to understand the uh factors which are because though we have some regional studies but we don't have any large sample size pan india study which can give us better information about factors motives and other psychological issues associated with and other risk and protective factors related to the screen use and which will definitely have a implication for developing psychoeducational or other intervention uh modalities for adults children's and geriatric population last question before we sign off doctor we spoke for so long about the link between uh, excessive screen time or addictive screen time and your brain is there also a link has research shown anything uh, of this bit, between your mental health bit, uh, when you use screen time too much in terms of in terms of mental health disorders such as depression and anxiety uh in terms of i think this is still i think required because whatever the studies are available they show causal relationship and this causal relationship can be bidirectional because what happens sometime because of excessive screen use you are losing out your 
family activities you are losing out your professional activities you are losing out your uh, productivity and that brings uh, low self esteem and which low self esteem contribute to the rationalization that i can't do anything in real life let me excel in online work that's a cognition we are rationalization we use and and that rationalization mediates excessive use of screen use some person keep repeating to himself that i can do a lot of things acknowledgement everything which is possible in online world because these people are non judgmental but where other side if you are feeling sad anxious and depressed sometime nowadays people don't talk that's why the communication remains a milestone people don't communicate that they are undergoing any stress to their family members or to their friends or to anybody whom they confide in what they do whenever they distress they start sharing on uh, online platform sometime what we have seen there is a one term which we call status psychopathology rather than discussing with others they change their status so that other people will come to know about their psychological state and they start ask inquiring about their well being and other thing so i think it can go either way but we have seen depression anxiety stress has a highest correlation with excessive screen use if for your reference there are guidelines are available for young children up to from world health organization as well as from american psychiatric association and indian association of pediatrics all of them suggest that up to 6 years the uh, screen use should be very limited a family should have quality screen time means family should sit with the child whenever they are using any screen and they should have more, promote more physical activities physical activity they are recommending at least it should be 180 minutes a day and the more or less for adults also 90 to 180 minutes physical activities is recommended so i think if we bring more physical activities we will create more happy hormones which we are now working through online platforms Thank you doctor thank you so much for this interesting discussion thank you thank you in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon